Welcome to the Hoosier Ag Today Wednesday podcast on the 6th of December 2023. I'm Andy Eubank. The Hat Podcast is brought to you by First Farmers Bank and Trust, experienced banking built on heart, grit, and agriculture. Visit ffbt.com to learn more or stop by your local branch to talk about your ag operation today. C.J. Miller and Sabrina Halverson check in with today's news, including the impact of war in the Middle East on fertilizer prices and asking for tar spot scores in your corn hybrids. Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin will detail a warm-up with moisture, too, in the coming days. And the ag markets yesterday mixed. Again, wheat leads higher. We have analysis with Carl Setzer on the Hoosier Ag Today Wednesday podcast. At First Farmers Bank and Trust, we know that when agriculture thrives, we all do. It's the heart and grit of our agricultural communities that keep the crops coming in and the livestock cared for day and night. That's why we build financial solutions around the needs and schedules of our ag clients. If you're looking for a financial partner that has over 135 years experience in understanding and supporting agriculture, we want to hear from you. Let's harvest success together. First Farmers Bank and Trust, member FDIC, equal opportunity lender. For many of you here in Indiana, agriculture is your life's work and legacy. I'm Bruce Kettler, President and CEO of the Agribusiness Council of Indiana. Throughout my career, I've been immersed in Indiana agriculture and appreciate the role that ACI plays on behalf of Indiana agribusinesses. ACI is the proactive voice for agribusiness, and we invite you to join us in our mission. Visit our website, inagribiz.org, to get your membership started today. The Agribusiness Council of Indiana, strengthening and connecting Indiana agribusiness. How fertilizer prices are being impacted by the war in the Middle East and the importance of seed selection and managing tar spot. I'm C.J. Miller, and this is Hoosier Ag Today. Well, the war between Israel and Hamas could impact the pricing and availability of farm fertilizer here at home. Sabrina Halverson reports. Retail fertilizer prices were a mixed bag again during the ending part of November, that according to sellers surveyed by DTN. Average prices for five of the eight major fertilizers were lower compared to last month, while prices for the remaining three fertilizers were slightly higher. The conflict in the Middle East has several energy markets on edge, including fertilizers. Andy Young, vice president of market and strategic analysis with Mosaic, is closely watching the situation between Israel and Hamas. Well, the worst case scenario is pretty easy to draw up, that if there was a widening of the conflict and Iran in particular were to get involved and you'd see a, a repeat of you know, mines being laid in the Straits of Hormuz, it is the world's largest supplier of a number of those fertilizer commodities, and that would be very dire from a fertilizer supply standpoint and therefore a food production standpoint. If the region's fertilizer production is lost, it would create global shortfalls. Nearly half of the world's traded urea comes out of the Middle East. About 40 percent of uh, the sulfur uh, emanates from the Middle East, as well as Egypt. For other commodities like phosphates, for potash, it's still a meaningful, you know, anywhere from 10% to 15 to 20%, depending on which product one looks at. So it's not easily replaced, or frankly, it cannot be replaced in the short term if it were to be choked off. Read more at HoosierAgToday.com. 
I'm Sabrina Halverson. Well, tar spot continues to be a growing concern for corn producers across the Midwest. Researchers found that tar spot can overwinter on infested corn residue, increasing crop infection risks, and leading to questions on managing the newer corn disease. A timely fungicide application will help, but... Fungicide won't save a susceptible hybrid from tar spot. You can't fungicide your way out of tar spot. Pioneer field agronomist Matthew Vandahar says that hybrid selection is critical and now's the time to be having conversations and gathering data from your seed salesman. Asking your seed salesman to give you their tar spot score and if they don't have anything published what are they verbalizing and do they have examples of that hybrid and how it did in a high tar spot pressure area within the last two years Um, because certainly uh, we can rate for tar spot all we want, but if you don't have that disease show up, you may not get that score on a certain hybrid, especially a new hybrid. On the fungicide front, many farmers used to wait and make an in-season decision on whether to apply fungicide. But Ron Geis, market development specialist for Corteva, says that's largely shifted as growers have found that fungicide applications are more than paying for themselves. Tar spot's just another reason to use foliar fungicides. But the foliar fungicides that provide plant health benefits like the Approach Prima, um, it, it does give you a healthier plant that stands better at harvest. And it also controls problematic diseases. When we have moisture, you know, that's when we have our really good yields. And that's when we have our diseases. So that's when we can justify the use of a fungicide even better because we're gonna, we wanna keep that top end yield and manage the disease and be able to harvest a crop that's standing, put it all into the bin and, and it all works together you know, with some good management. You can start tackling tar spot next season now with your local Pioneer representative by visiting pioneer.com slash findmyrep. I'm C.J. Miller, who's your ag today, Indiana's Farm Radio Network. Let's face it, operating a farm isn't going to get any less expensive this year. That's why an operating loan from Farm Credit Bid America is built to give you more cash back and more flexibility in how you are able to manage your funds. Learn more at fcma.com operating and get an operating loan that pays you back. Loan subject to credit approval. Additional terms and conditions may apply. Farm Credit Bid America is an equal opportunity lender. I'm Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin with Hoosier Act Today's Indiana Farm Forecast. As we take a look at the setup, it's going to be a roller coaster ride here for sure. Today, not as cold. That's the way I'm playing it. Yes, it's chilly to start here, but clouds will be giving way to sunshine. And I think this afternoon our temperatures come off some of the levels that we've seen the past few days. We really see our big warm-up for tomorrow and Friday. Temperatures are good 15, 20 degrees above normal for this time of year. Very impressive warm-up here. Full sunshine for Thursday, increasing clouds on Friday. Clouds increase because we have a weather system coming up from the southwest and it's going to interact with some colder air coming down from the north. That's going to create a lot of moisture here as we go through the weekend. Half to two-inch rainfall totals from midday Saturday right on through Sunday afternoon. And overnight Sunday night into Monday, the cold air is here while moisture still is trying to move out. That means we can see all of this end as sloppy, wet snowflakes. At this point, I won't rule out wet snow accumulation, but I think it's going to be more of a game time call as to where, 
when and how much we can see on that wet snow. But again, a very wet, very sloppy weekend. As we move into next week, we are chilly. Temperatures below normal Monday through Thursday. I don't think we see a lot of additional moisture through the week. We may see a little bit of a lake-enhanced cloud cover around, especially Monday afternoon, Tuesday, but not a lot of new additional big-time moisture. That's good because I think we're going to have to deal with the moisture from this weekend for a large chunk of the upcoming period. It may take a week, week and a half for us to finally get rid of that. That's the way your forecast is stacking up. Have a great rest of your day. I'm meteorologist Ryan Martin. Mixed grain and oil seeds with the wheat market again leading the way. This is Hoosier Ag Today. I'm Andy Eubank with the Tuesday Farm Market Review. Settlements on the way. First, market analysis. And I checked in with Carl Setzer right at the end of trade for that. Carl, we have another mixed day. And yet again on Tuesday, the wheat market led the way higher. Corn followed just a little bit but stuck in the middle between higher wheat and lower soybeans, which looked like they might be able to work the high side. Didn't quite materialize, though. We have issues with uh, beans staying on the downside. Talk about how that's uh, continuing here into yet another week as we look at South American weather. That's a big part of it right there, Andy, is the South American weather. We had a lot of risk premium in the market. Um, You know, the, the weather... And, and this was a bit of a concern for me, uh, this growing season, as it seems everybody is concerned with Brazilian weather other than the farmers in Brazil. They have not been too excited. And today what really put the hammer down on the market on soybeans was when the head of the largest co-op in Brazil stepped out and said, hey, our production this year, yes, it's been stressed. Yes, it's not going to be as big as we initially thought. But it will be very similar to what last year was. And last year was record-sized on both corn and soybeans in Brazil. Looks like we're going to see another record crop this year. And add to that, the Argentine crops, both expected to be nearly twice what they were last year. On soybean production, even if Brazil produces an equal crop to last year at 158 million metric tons, Total South American production looks to be up about 30 million metric tons on the year. So um, definitely pressure coming from that soy complex. Also, we had a surprise move today. Moody's downgraded the Chinese credit to negative. Um, They had them on watch and put them down to negative. That raises a lot of doubts over what we may see for Chinese imports going forward on soybeans, plus, you know, a lot of commodities. But the, the hog situation in China, uh, China calling a lot of their hogs um, ahead of the African swine fever, not filling their facilities back up, overproduction, just a demand. Even though the United States stocks to use are tight this year, we know they're tight. This is not a world problem. It's an us problem, and the market is starting to react that way. Uh, The grains, yes, they separated themselves from the soybeans again today. Um, One thing that we did see, China, another uh, 180,000 metric tons of soft red wheat purchased. Going to use that for blending in with their domestic reserves, raise the quality up a little bit. 
get that milling uh, rate up to where it needs to be. That gave that soy complex the majority of its support, but we are still the highest price source for wheat in the global market. And if you take out China, our demand is pretty pathetic on wheat. And that's what trade's focusing on. That's why wheat slid backwards today um, from the highs we had. And corn, you are 100% correct, Andy. Caught in the middle between those two without a lot of fresh news. Corn just kind of holding in there. One thing about corn, it's getting very difficult to pressure it from where it's at. And with today's session, we've actually put in five higher consecutive closes. So it is working its way up. But, boy, it's going to be a slow, drawn-out struggle uh, the way the world crop dynamics are shaping up. Market analysis from Carl Setzer with Consus Ag Consulting. His number, 989-506-1587. Settlements now from Tuesday trade. Up a nickel on March corn, a nice close, 490 and a half. And May corn also up a nickel going to 502. And beans made a late comeback to finish right around even. January down three quarters at 1305 and a half. March unchanged at 1326 and a half. March wheat. A dime and three quarters higher, going to 631 and a quarter. The meats finished mixed. February live cattle, 168.97, up a dollar 90. And February lean hogs, 69.35, down a dollar 45. I'm Andy Eubank with the Tuesday Market Review. This is Who's Your Ag Today, Indiana's Farm Network. <laughs> 